Welcome to the Generations Church Podcast. I'm Jeff Luddington, and at Generations Church, we exist to glorify God in our community, to make disciples that make disciples, and to multiply churches so that the next generation is equipped to glorify God better than we did. Welcome to the Generations Church 5-Minute Recap. Sunday we covered all of Isaiah chapter 22 in a message called, Eat and Drink, for Tomorrow We Die. Death is a reality, but how we live before we die is a choice that we all get to make. Do we take this life for granted and waste it on things that cannot last? Or do we see death as a part of God's plan and the grace provided by Him as how we are to live in this life? Now, Isaiah 22 is written to Jerusalem about 2,700 years ago, and they're in the midst of celebrating because the neighboring Assyrian army has passed by without utterly destroying them. Now, God has told them he will judge them for their sin. They will pay through their own death. But somehow they think that death has passed them by. And so now we as modern American Christians reading this, we have to figure out a way to relate to this Jewish passage from almost three millennia ago. Now understand that Jerusalem was established as a people group founded on faith. And just like we were in America, that we were built by a lot of people of faith. Flawed as they may have been, their focus was a faith. And now Jerusalem, 2,700 years ago, is incredibly disobedient to God. They're very wayward in their faith. And that sounds a lot like our nation today. And so we have one of two ways we can look at this. We can look at the idea of a nation falling away from God. Well, we can just look through the lens of a church that has a watered-down Christian culture today. Either way, we're provided with a challenge that we can can view through the lens of Isaiah. Isaiah begins with weeping. It says, let me weep bitter tears and do not labor to comfort me. And he is giving this intended heart that God has given his people. Like, we should mourn the sin in our lives, the sin in our community, the sin in our churches, the sin in our nation. God's people should mourn more than we do. We should enjoy the life God has given us, but we should also mourn sinfulness and ungodliness. So in this moment, God renews his promise to judge and destroy Jerusalem for their sin. Now, a way for us to think about this in the modern day time is is to compare God's prophecy to destroy Jerusalem to knowing that one day we will all physically die. And then, now we should ask ourselves, should we act like Jerusalem who's celebrating because it hasn't happened today, meaning maybe it never will? Or should we live knowing that one day we will all die? God says something incredibly important in verse 8. He says, he has taken away the covering of Judah. And there's this image of God lifting his hand off his people and allowing the neighboring nations come in. And his hand symbolizes that blessing and protection. And as they have continued to be disobedient and rebellious, God just says, I'm lifting my hand off of you. Now, What Jerusalem does in response to this is very telling. See, instead of repenting or returning to God, praying and mourning, fasting and and just reaching out to God, instead they prepare for war, as if their human strength can overcome God's promises. So they gather weapons, they fix the breaches in their walls, they collect water inside the city to drink, and they start counting their armies. But God says this, In that day the Lord of hosts called for weeping and mourning, for baldness and wearing sackcloth, and behold, joy and gladness, killing oxen, slaughtering sheep, eating flesh and drinking wine. And the people say, verse 13, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. So God calls them to repent of their sin and mourn of their unfaithfulness, but instead they party, they eat, they drink, and say, so what? One day we're going to die. 
So God says this, surely the iniquity will not be atoned for until you die. God says that Judah will pay for their sin by death and they will not be forgiven this sin because they've rejected his grace. Today, Christians, we are faced with the same sin that cannot be forgiven, the rejection of God's grace through his son, Jesus Christ. If we or anyone else reject Jesus, we will not be forgiven. That is the means of grace, the provision of grace that God has given to every person. And if we choose to ignore that, we will pay by death. Isaiah 22 closes with a tale of two men, one named Sheba, who is a man of privilege, who is storing up everything in this earth instead of using his place of prominence to bless others and glorify God. So God says, I'm going to strip Shebna of everything he's got, and I'm going to give it to a man named Eliakim who, who glorifies God. And Isaiah takes this and dives a bit deeper and says Eliakim is a promise, really, truly, of Christ to come. And he gives this deeper message about Jesus and coming and the gospel being this peg that is fastened deeply that we can hang on to. But Christ will die. The peg will be sheared off to cover our sin. Christians, we have a choice. How we live today, do we, do we focus on today and lose everything? Or do we focus on Jesus and gain eternity? For more information, visit our website at ginfamily.church. G-E-N family.church. You can also follow our social media accounts at ginfamilychurch.